Welcome to the Get a Job, Here's How podcast, the practical how-to guide for women returning to the workforce, recent grads, and those looking to get the job of their dreams. Now, here's the founder of the Back to Business Women's Conference and your host, Katie Dunn. Welcome to the Get a Job, Here's How podcast. My guest today is Ellen Dunn. Ellen is an account executive at Glassdoor in Chicago. Ellen's been at Glassdoor for two and a half years after starting her sales career at IBM and then moving on to Morningstar. Ellen is a very special guest today because she also happens to be my niece. So this is really fun. But she's not just my guest today because she's family, although that's a pretty good reason. Ellen's an expert on what Glassdoor offers and is here today to tell us how to become an informed candidate using Glassdoor. I used to think Glassdoor was primarily a place where people went to rate their employers and leave reviews about their experience working at different companies, but it turns out that Glassdoor is much more than that. And if you're a job seeker, it's a great resource for you because there's a ton of information you can find at Glassdoor that will help you become an informed candidate. And everybody knows that informed candidates make better career decisions. So welcome, Ellen. Hey, Katie. Thanks for having me today. Happy to have you. Glad you're here. Ellen, to get started, tell us a little bit about the best job you've ever had. And why was that your best job? Yeah, well, outside of nannying gigs and the occasional dog walker gig, I've been really in sales and consulting my whole career since I graduated college. My role, I would say, has varied a little bit company to company, but my favorite job, I would have to say, is mine right now here at Glassdoor. And the reason for that is because I work primarily with small to medium-sized businesses, So I have the opportunity to really see the impact that Glassdoor can make as some of these really small businesses are expanding into the market. And tell us a little bit about what kind of services you are offering from Glassdoor to your customers. When we're working with different companies, it's really especially in the smaller markets to help them get job exposure, help them get in front of who they believe are going to be their ideal candidates, essentially just putting the jobs in front of the right people. All right. Imagining that's pretty hard for a lot of small companies trying to compete when the labor market is really tight. You're sort of selling exposure to the candidate pool. Okay. Right. Very cool. And you're based in Chicago. So tell us what's fun about living in Chicago. Well, I've been in Chicago about eight years now, which is hard to believe. But if you haven't been to Chicago, I highly suggest booking a visit. My favorite thing about Chicago, I would say, is really the food options. I would never consider myself a foodie per se, but we have so many different restaurant options um, of really all different cuisines. So I love trying out the different restaurants. Um, Try to go to a new one every month. Nice. All right. So we're going to talk about how to become an informed job candidate using Glassdoor. And Ellen has tons of insight from working at Glassdoor that she'll share with us. Ellen, first, why did you choose this how-to topic? And why is this important to you personally? Yeah, I just feel that so many people these days don't understand the power of Glassdoor and why it's important. And I think it's extremely important for candidates to have some sort of understanding before 
starting a job, whether it's applying to a job or accepting a job offer, I think it's important for a candidate to have those expectations set up front for them. I know that a lot of times when an employee starts a job that whether it's the first three months, uh, the first day, sometimes it's not really what they expect. So having that understanding upon going in on the first day, like truly what you can expect in your role in addition to the company culture is extremely important because that will help, you know, reduce turnover in the long run. Um, people leaving obviously isn't ideal for both the employer or the candidate. That's a good point. I know when you interview somewhere, you really only see the good shiny stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody ever pulls you aside and says, hey, this place really stinks. Don't work here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nice. All right. What's it like working at Glassdoor? Is it is the culture kind of a startup culture or has it grown big enough that it's sort of outgrown that? Yeah. I mean, I've been here, like you said, about two and a half years. And when I started, we were around 500 employees and now we're just under a thousand. So we have grown a lot over the last couple of years, but we still really try to maintain that startup culture. So it's super collaborative, open work environment, scrappy, but it's something that is exciting and new. We're evolving every day. Yeah. Nice. Do people review Glassdoor? on Glassdoor? Uh, of course. I would say I looked up, we have 582 reviews on Glassdoor right now. We encourage workplace transparency for companies. So we really encompass that ourselves. Encourage to leave reviews, you know, once a year to tell a candidate, you know, what it's like to work here because we know that by telling our experiences, that's how we're going to get top talent through the door. Nice. Last night I Googled funny glass door reviews yeah. <laughs> and there's just, there's a lot of good stuff out there. <laughs> but one of my favorites, the headline was bizarre, unethical and run away from these guys. So I thought that was like, yeah, you really get the cold hard truth. <laughs> you get a lot of good stuff out there. <laughs> Very funny. I have another one that I'll share in a little bit, but, but let's jump into your kind of three steps of becoming an informed candidate and using Glassdoor as a tool to get there. So what's your first step? The first step I think that is important is really going to be reading reviews and ratings at a company level. So once you have a company that you think you're interested in applying in, it's important to make sure that it's going to be a good fit. You're going to be spending a lot of time at this place. And so you want to make sure to do your research and due diligence you know, to make sure, again, that you're going to enjoy working at this place. So once you search the company on Glassdoor, make sure you read through the reviews. You can filter by a specific role once you're at that company level and location to make sure that, again, those expectations of what's expected of you in that specific role are going to be something that you're looking forward to doing. And again, is it somewhere you really see yourself working? For example, I'm an account executive who is not a fan of making a ton of dials. So when I am looking for a potential job, I want to make sure that as I'm filtering through these reviews, it's not expected of me to make 100 dials a day. And so by doing so, as I look for themes in a specific company, I can see like, okay, this is in line with what I would want to be doing on my day-to-day -day work level. 
Nice. And did you find that what you read about your job was actually true once you got there? Yes. I would say a major highlight when I was looking at Glassdoor was definitely like the people that I'm going to be working with, um, the open work environment, and that has succeeded or expected nothing less of that. All right. So tell us, how did you find your job at Glassdoor? Yeah, I actually had a friend who worked at Glassdoor. Now, she didn't do the role that I'm doing today, but she loved the company as a whole. So she mentioned, you know, like, hey, this is a company you should definitely look at. Now, I think that's important to note because even though I had a friend that worked at Glassdoor, she wasn't doing the same thing. So I still went on to Glassdoor to do my research to make sure, you know, in terms of like my specific job type I'm looking for was in line to what I was wanting to do. Okay, great. So so networking is how you you got started there. Love it. So I was thinking about this and I'm always thinking, you know, why do we trust online reviews? They're written by people we don't know, but we do really trust them. And honestly, I almost never buy anything online without reading reviews, even if it's something really simple, like a book or anything. So I read recently that 15% of online reviews are estimated to be fake. And I thought that was actually lower than I imagined it would be. But then if you think that 85% of them are real, that's a lot of really good, you know, information. And that's pretty good for the internet, I think, and 85% authenticity on that. So also I was reading that people don't really trust advertising anymore because we've got all these reviews out there and and we like reviews better. I thought that was pretty, you know, I don't know, just kind of lends some credibility to all the stuff that's out there on Glassdoor and and the fact that we're all relying on that information so much. Read reviews and ratings at the company level. You can really find out what the job is like, find out what it's like to, what the people are like. And then what would you say is the next step to becoming an informed candidate? So let's say you find a company that you are interested in and you go about applying. The next step, I would say, is preparing yourself by reviewing interview reviews before that interview. And a lot of people don't know that Glassdoor has the interview content that we do have, but it's important to really prepare for that interview. Glassdoor will host a ton of information in terms of Sample interview questions, interview experiences from, you know, previous candidates who have gone through that same interview process. So when you're on that company's Glassdoor page, there's a little interview tab that will allow you to really see people's experiences going through that interview. So you make sure that you are prepared. So after you apply to that job and land the interview, it's time to prepare. And we have a ton of sample interview questions on Glassdoor, which a lot of people don't know. For So for you to make sure that you are prepared to answer these specific questions, you want to take a look at people's previous experiences. So understanding how difficult is the interview, looking at some sample questions. A client of mine actually asks their all candidates, regardless of if they accept the job offer or they decline to go on and write about their experiences. And the reason for that is because they can get feedback from like the recruiting level. So understand how their company is doing from an interview, but also know if that candidate took the time to actually go in and read like what these people are saying and are coming to that interview fully. 
Nice. The company is asking every candidate they interview to go online when you get home onto Glassdoor and leave a review of your experience interviewing with us. Correct. That's pretty powerful because yeah. that they're really forced to be accountable to having a great process. Exactly. And if they're not doing a great job, they're going to read about it in a very public mm -hmm. forum. So I thought that was really interesting that they're doing that. Do you think a lot of companies are doing that? I don't know necessarily at the interview level, but I think a lot of companies are just working on embracing transparency across the board, which it's like, how are they going to know what they need to improve on unless they're getting some of that third party feedback? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Let me tell you why I'm passionate about the Back to Business Women's Conference. I took 12 years out of the full-time workforce to be home with our four kids, and I really enjoyed that time. But when I was ready to go back to work, I found that it was really challenging. My goal with Back to Business is to help other women who have taken career breaks get back to work in meaningful careers that they will really enjoy. Check our website at backtobusinessconference.com for information on upcoming conferences. There is a Back to Business Women's Conference on February 23rd in Research Triangle Park, North Carolina. This is a day-long event filled with panels, workshops, and speakers, all geared toward women who are returning to work after taking a career break. At the conference, you'll also have the opportunity to meet our corporate sponsors who are hiring for jobs right now. Some new thinking on interview practices actually involve giving candidates the list of questions that they might be asked before they get to the interview. And I felt like maybe that was a little bit of cheating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then when you think about it, if a candidate shows up, if you've given them the list of questions and they show up and seem surprised by something you ask them, not a good sign, right? right. You basically spoon fed them and they did not spend any time preparing to answer those questions and do well in the interview. So I guess you really can learn a lot about people that way. Right. I like that on Glassdoor, you can get the questions mm -hmm. from other people. And, you know, I think also that just makes it really easy for employers when people show up to know who spent the time doing the homework and who mm -hmm. really wants to be here. So I think those interview questions are great because, like you said, I think that's something that everybody knows is actually out there on Glassdoor. Right. So I used to do it in like maybe three jobs previous. So I was doing a lot of interviewing for business school candidates. And there's a lot of online forums where those people chat and compare notes. And I used to check them occasionally to see what people were saying. And one candidate that I interviewed essentially listed my entire list of questions on the forum. And at first I was so annoyed by that. And then I thought, well, all right, now... If somebody comes in and can't answer these questions, right. they just did not even spend five minutes Googling mm -hmm. this process to know what to expect. So I guess it goes both ways on Does. knowing right. the questions. So, all right, here's some more funny glass door reviews that I found. And this is a company local to Raleigh, which is where we are. They had only four reviews. And here are the four headlines from those four reviews. Number one said, the embodiment of engineering disappointment. Not very good. Number two, worst company ever. <laughs> yeah. 
this gets better. Number three, backwards management and dated software. And their fourth and final review was titled Sinking Ship. (laughs) It is tough. I think I'll avoid working there. But really, that tells you everything you would ever want to know about working at that company. Right. Don't take a job there. I'm not even mentioning their name because (laughs) even though it's online, it just feels so, it's so terrible, right? (laughs) How do, have you seen companies handle this kind of negative review? Do they respond? So we always recommend responding just because it shows that you're paying attention to what people are saying about your brand online. So it's showing that you're at least invested in that. But I mean, to this company's point, they have four reviews. So you have to think they're a little larger than, you know, four people. So it's a very small sample size. So I always recommend to employers like, Hey, while yes, you have these four terrible reviews, you're a 200 person company. Like this is a very small sample size of those reviews. Like let's try to get more reviews on your page to give an accurate reflection rather than these four people who have potentially left on unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. To your point, it is a small sample size, but if that's all you've got, right. Right. You look pretty bad. Right. 100%. (laughs) So I have seen some of these where somebody will go in, the CEO even, and say, hey, we had some culture problems and we've been working to fix them. And thanks for leaving your review. It was hard to read, but it was eye-opening or, you know, just trying to make the best of it. And I think that says something about the company and the culture. But I didn't see any of that here. (laughs) They have some work to do. Does... Glassdoor ever get asked to remove negative reviews like that? Like what if the CEO called you up and said, hey, I look really, really bad here. Can you help me out? We get asked this all the time, I would say, almost on a daily basis. We don't remove reviews just because our goal here is to offer transparency. And it's like if we're only keeping the positive reviews on the site, that's really going against our mission and our values. We do have a set of community guidelines listed on our website where reviews have to fall into those where it's like you're not outside of the CEO, you can't call somebody out by name, things like that. In a comment, we will review those if they don't abide by our community guidelines, but I would say that's very far and few between there. I would say 95% of them are not going to be removed. All right. So, so you can call out the CEO by name, but nobody else? Correct. Huh. Interesting. And does, does the community guideline team review their reviews and look for things like that that fall outside of their guidelines? Yes. So we do have a verification process and a content team here that's completely separate than the team I'm on where they will, you know, take the time to, you can flag a review that will then go to our content team to re-review. So we have a whole process on our end to make sure that these reviews are in line with the guidelines that we set up for. Nice. All right. I feel like the negative ones are almost more important than the positive ones, right? Because they really, those are the ones that really tell you 
Agreed. But it's really like, I've thought about writing oh. reviews on Glassdoor before for places I've worked. And I, I guess I kind of stopped short because of the anonymity factor. And I wondered, you know, maybe I'm somebody who I'm a, one of only a few people who has this job title at this company. And if I write a review and it's not 100% positive, everybody will know who wrote it. Mm-hmm. So is it hard to kind of remain anonymous as you're writing reviews? Well, you can imagine I work with small to medium-sized businesses. So some of these companies have 10 employees, but I still think it's important to have something on your Glassdoor profile. So you do have the ability to remain completely anonymous where you don't even have to list your job title. You can be, you know, list your job title and location if that's something that you want people to know. But if you are nervous about being called out in, you know, your smaller office, then you don't have to list that information on there. So you can remain completely anonymous. Granted, based on what you write, somebody may be like, okay, that's Katie, but they wouldn't necessarily get that information based on, you know, your job title. You can keep that completely anonymous. Okay, okay. Good. that's good to know. Reviewing the interview re- reviews, it's a lot of views in one sentence, but that's exactly what we want people to do so they can be prepared. All right, and then the next step, what would you say is step three in becoming a prepared candidate? The final step, I would say, is really understanding your worth. And what I mean by that is, say you get that final job offer and it's not the salary that you were anticipating, knowing like what is a realistic salary for you. And how you can do that is Glassdoor has a know your worth tool on our website where you can type in your job title, the number of years of experience you have in a specific location, and it will give you a salary estimator, a range of what you technically should be making um, at this point of your career. And you can even dive a little deeper into that and filter it on salary views on that specific company as well to see like, hey, this is on average like what people are making as an account executive at Glassdoor. And if you fall short, that's where you can really have some leverage to negotiate or ask questions around, hey, I'm seeing this on Glassdoor. Like, why am I not getting this in my offer letter? So I think it's important for you to have somewhat of an understanding of what your salary expectations should be going into one, that negotiation and really just going into the interview in general. Yeah, absolutely. I know this is so important because I think knowing what you're worth is what gives you leverage in a negotiation, Mm -hmm. right? And you can't even, you can't negotiate successfully if you don't have that kind of data. Mm -hmm. So I've talked a bunch of MBA students through salary negotiations, and we always start with collecting the data that justifies making a bigger ask. And because you can't just ask because you want it, you need a really good reason. You need some data to back you up. I'm glad that that's available on Glassdoor because when I worked in a university, we kept a database of student salaries and signing bonuses, and it gave our students a really good source of data for those negotiations. But if you're, you know, if you're not in a university program, you wouldn't have access to that kind of information. So it's great that it's available on Glassdoor now. Also, 
how willing are people to kind of put their salary online? Because that's where the data comes from, right? I go in and say, hey, yeah. I'm an account executive and this is what my current salary is. And then yes. it just feeds into a database there. So more willing than you would think. I mean, Glassdoor, we have 985 salary reviews on our site, which is a lot. But companies also have the ability to do like a salary range on their job posting. So when people are looking for a job on Glassdoor, they can put what that candidate should, a range of what that candidate should be expecting. And therefore, it weeds out the candidates if they're like, that's, you know, way too low. I'm not even going to consider that job. But we have a ton of review data on salaries. And I think 50 million in terms of just insights and reviews on like interviews and salaries alone on Glassdoor. So a lot of data. 50 million salaries? Wow. 49 million, not just salaries. So salaries, interview reviews, like together, just insights is what we call them. That's amazing. And did you have a friend who used this kind of information to negotiate? Yes. So actually my colleague who left Glassdoor about six months ago, she was her original offer letter was about $15,000 less than what they were quoting on Glassware, what our range was. So she went with them just with straight up data printed out from our site being like, hey, in Chicago, this is what the average account executive is making and I'm $15,000 lower than that. Like what sort of little room do we have here? She ended up being able to negotiate about $10,000 higher, but then also add a week and an additional week of vacation into her package as well, because that was really their limit. But it's like, if she wouldn't have said anything, that's $10,000 she wouldn't have in the pocket today. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. $10,000 and a week of vacation. Yeah. Very nice. That's a nice vacation you could take Mm -hmm. with $10,000 in your extra week. Killer. All right. The salary information, I think, is also great because it made me think about the wage gap between men and women and how women earn 79 cents for every dollar that men make in 2019. Isn't that just unbelievable? It's crazy. I know. I don't know how this is still happening, but it is. I think the transparency that places like Glassdoor mm-hmm. offer into salary data can hopefully help us to kind of narrow this gap, to eliminate the gap, really. There's so many ways you could use this salary data, even if you're not looking for a job, but you're already employed. You want to make sure your your salary is commensurate with peers and colleagues. So a lot of good stuff there. All right. Anything else we should know about all the cool things we can do on Glassdoor to make us a more informed candidate? I think it's just important for people to be informed. I mean, I work with employers every day and their main qualm or issue is that people aren't doing research before their interviews or they're not doing research before they're applying to these jobs, which makes them unqualified. So the more information you know is just going to make your interview experience better. So I encourage whether it's on Glassdoor, just gather in all the information you can before you know, you're entering your job search for a specific company because it's going to pay off for both you and the employer in that. Yeah, good point. Okay, 
So let's review the three steps to becoming an informed candidate. First, you want to read those reviews at the company level, and that should help you avoid the sinking ships and the worst company ever, which still makes me laugh. And then secondly, you want to review the interview reviews before you actually go into the interview. You can get the actual questions. You can prepare really well. You'll know exactly what to expect when you get there. I think that's a great feeling to walk into an interview. You're confident. You know what to expect. You're not thinking that you're going to be surprised by anything. That just, I think, gives you a level of sort of chill and relaxation. <laughs> that's gonna help you kind of be yourself and do your best in an interview. That's really, really important. And then the last thing you mentioned, Ellen, was understanding your worth. So getting the data that you need to negotiate successfully, to make sure you're being compensated fairly, and then you know, using that data to get an extra $10,000 in a week of vacation. Right, really exactly. Key. Excellent, all right. Well, thank you, Ellen. Thanks for getting up early and heading to the office at 7.30 in the morning, so. Thanks for having me, Katie. Yeah, anytime. Now that you know how to use Glassdoor to become an informed candidate, go do it. I believe in you. Subscribe to our email list at backtobusinessconference.com for weekly job search advice. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Get a Job, Here's How podcast. You can find all the information from this episode in our show notes at www.backtobusinessconference.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please write a review so that we can reach more people. Now that you know how, go do it.